Welcome to Between the Layers, a podcast brought to you by The Poster Database. For today's episode, we're talking about the Halloween movies we've been watching as a TPDB community for the past three weeks. If you haven't already joined our community Discord server, you can do so by going to community.betweenthelayers.com. All right, so this week, your hosts are myself, Madeline, and Hayden. Hello. All right, so... Before we jump into the three movies that we watched this week and talking about those, we wanted to include some honorable mentions. So movies that we didn't pick, but we love and wanted to pick. So Hayden, do you want to kick us off with our first honorable mention? Yes. So the first one was It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I love this movie. I don't, we've talked about this, but I don't think this counts as a movie, but it's not a TV no. show either. I think the official term would just be like special, like TV okay. special. But it's a movie. They sell it on DVD and movie sets and stuff. Yeah. I consider it a movie. Yeah, me too. I just, I don't care. I love it so much. I don't care what it's called or what it's technically termed. Like this movie is so cute. I watch it every year and it just, it owns my heart. Like all of the Charlie Brown stuff owns my heart. And I, I love this movie. What do you think? I really do like this movie. Although I will say, every time I'm watching one of these Peanuts movies, they all just kind of make me think of Christmas. There's some vibe about them. Probably the music. But probably. That's, okay with, that's okay with me. I'm more of a Christmas guy than I am a Halloween guy. I just like how, I, I don't know, it, it's a very wholesome movie. All of the Peanuts ones are. What Was the first one that you saw, like the Christmas one? Maybe that's why? Or, that's probably okay. what it is. And they all just have a very similar vibe to them. Yeah, they do. I just... This one just gets me for some reason. Like, I always, around the holidays, I always watch the peanut special that goes along with the holiday, like Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas. But like, Is there an Easter the, one? Yeah, it's the Easter Beagle Charlie Brown. Yeah, I, I thought there was. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that one. God, hated. Well, I got Get it together. <laughs> Put it on your to-watch list. But... But the thing about It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, that I love is my family quotes this all the time. There's this line in it where the kids are talking about the candy that they got when they're trick-or-treating. And they're like, I got bubble gum. I got three pieces of candy. And then Charlie Brown's just like, I got a rock. And and I don't know what it is about that line, but my family quotes it all the time. Like, I'll be like, oh, I went to Starbucks today. And my mom's like, oh, I had a doctor's appointment. And my dad will just be like, I got a rock. <laughs> I relate to Charlie Brown, you know? He's just got a good vibe about him. Yeah. He is just, he's also, he's very homely. He's just very like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He just, I always related to Lucy because like she's uptight and not a nice person. No, I'm kidding. But she, <laughs> you know, I can see that. I can see that. Oh my God. You are so rude. No, but like, but seriously, I did, I did always relate to Lucy and, and I, yeah, this is probably just me projecting my problems onto fictional characters again. But this is a happy podcast, well, so we're not going to go there. <laughs> so. In next week's episode, we'll be going over depression and mental illness. <laughs> yeah. And in episode three, we'd take a deep dive into Madeline's drama. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> maybe, maybe we should move on. So other movies that we could mention, like as honorable mentions, ones that we could have picked any of the Halloween franchise. I haven't seen these movies, but I know they're extremely popular. Yeah, I think there's like, I don't know, probably 10 of them. Yeah, I, there's a lot. 
I cannot do horror movies, so I've never seen them. I know the basic plot, but that's about it. Yeah, this is where Halloween gets me because, like, I can't do horror movies. They just, they freak me out too much. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't do it. I think that's why I've never been, like, a massive Halloween fan just because I'm not, yeah. like, really into, like, I don't know, creepy things. I guess I've always just been a bit of a chicken, so. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's why we picked, like... That's why for the three movies that we did pick, we tried to pick stuff that was like family friendly. Yes. Um, another one, Hocus Pocus Disney movie. I haven't seen this one either. And whenever I say that, people like scream at me and they're like, what, Maddie, how could you? This, but <laughs> this is going to be unpopular, but you're not missing much. It's, oh, really? It's I do not care for this movie. I think I think you need a lot of nostalgia and I don't have that towards this movie. I don't mm. I don't know when it came out, but it, it's OK. It's all right. It's it's probably my least favorite movie that we have on this list that I've actually seen. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just my mom was watching it one night and I caught like 10 minutes of it and it was just like so over the top cheesy. I just couldn't do it. And I was like, maybe if I had watched this movie as a kid first, I would have really enjoyed it. But going in there, like in my 20s and seeing it, I was like. I, I don't really want to continue watching this. But yeah. for people who did watch it as a kid or just who love it, like all the power to them, I just personally couldn't do it. And then we have the uh, Adams Family. And I think there's there's a few of these. Yeah. I, and then they have like Adams Family 2 that just came out. Like, yeah. The, I've seen the two live action ones and I, I, they're, they're all right. Like, I, I don't dislike them. I have no strong feelings one way or the other. But I think a lot of people really love these ones. Yeah, I was not shocked to see that they were remaking them and then doing sequels because that's pretty much all Hollywood does these days is remakes and sequels. But yeah. I just, I don't know. I was wondering how well that would do because it is such like a Halloween themed thing. So I need to look it. It looks like they've done fairly well. The, the animated reboot seems like yeah. they've been doing decent. Well, good for them. I mean, there's not... Like right now, there's not a lot of kid friendly movies in theaters. So it's kind of hard though, because like that type of movie, I feel like they released it. it it's like has a very short lifespan because like nobody's yeah. going to want to go see the Adams Family for Thanksgiving. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's I. Yeah, I feel like they they timed it really well. It came out, what, a couple weeks before Halloween. And like if I was then, well, but it yeah. doesn't matter. I'm not I'm not a Hollywood <laughs> analyst. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Hollywood should hire you as just their like they, release they really date should. consultant. They really should. <laughs> okay, so I guess we can just jump into the movies that we did watch, unless there's anything else you wanted to say about our lovely honorable mentions. No, I have nothing to say about them. Okay. <laughs> wow, bitter. <laughs> so the first movie that we watched on starting October 10th and that week was The Nightmare Before Christmas and this is one of my absolute personal favorites. I love this movie. Me too. I used to not actually. Really? I, I'm not like super, I don't know, something about it I think was just off-putting to me and I'm not sure what it was. Well, but it is Tim the last... Burton. There's a lot about it that can be off-putting to people. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Tim Burton's an interesting guy, but over the last, like, I don't know, maybe five to ten years, I've actually really grown to like this movie a lot. Yeah, I I just, I don't know when I first watched it for the first time. I know I wasn't a kid. It was when I was in high school or college when I watched it for the first time. And I just, like, instantly fell in love with it. It's, like, 
I, I wrote down here in our notes that we had a, a member in our community say that this sounded like a really scary movie. And it totally does if you know nothing about it and you just hear stuff out of context because this this certain person heard people discussing, well, spoilers, if you haven't seen this movie, he was listening to people discuss the the presents that the children get from Jack Skellington and how there's like a severed head and all of this stuff. And this poor person was like, this sounds so creepy. But Hayden, you pointed out that it has a certain charm and it does. I'm not even sure how to describe it. I think because it's like the stop motion. It almost reminds me of some of those old Christmas movies. Yeah, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed yes, Reindeer, like yeah, the old it, one. Yeah. Yes. Obviously, it has a creepier tone because it's Halloween. Right. But I, I don't know. There's something about it that, yeah, it's just kind of charming. Yeah. I just always loved, I say always like I've been watching this movie for like 30 years and it hasn't been that long, but I, I just really <laughs> love. since I saw this movie yeah, two weeks ago. I know, right? <laughs> I just I just love Jack Skellington's character. Like he has everything you need to make this this character like totally creepy, scary, the stuff of nightmares and he's like singing sno- singing songs and doing snow angels and he's like, "Ooh, what's all this stuff? Oh, Christmas. This is so cool and I'm going to solve Christmas with math." And like I just something about that character where all the elements were there to make this like totally creepy villain that would have haunted me for the rest of my life. And they just made this little precious thing. And I, I just love that. He actually shows up um, in another movie towards the end of our list. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I'll find a link and, and post it in the description. I'll wait until we get to that movie. But Okay, okay. Well, what about Nightmare Before Christmas things that you didn't care for about it? Is there anything you didn't really like with this movie? I have mixed feelings towards some of the character designs because, like, <laughs> they're supposed to be weird, but at the same time, they're off-putting to be. So, it's, yeah. like, some of the Halloween Town, like, citizens are very bizarre looking. Yeah. And yeah, I imagine if I would have seen it as a kid, I uh, probably would have been scarred for life. But... <laughs> It's not too long of a movie, so I feel like it doesn't overstay its welcome or anything. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Some of the some of the design is a little bit, like you said, if I was a kid and had watched that, it would have been like mentally scarring. I'd be talking to my therapist about it probably. But like, but, but then again, <laughs> my my three year old niece has seen the movie and doesn't get scared by stuff like that at all. So I think well, I was just a wimp. I was gonna say that just proves that we're wimps, and your niece is. A tough cookie. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think that's what that proves. But I, the relationship between Sally and the doctor that looks like a duck, oh, always yeah, I forgot about that. Weirded me out. Just and I know it's supposed to. I know it's supposed you know, to be like this yeah, abusive. You know, weird control. character designs. Oh my god! Yeah, that guy he is looks so, so weird. weird. Yeah, I don't like how his mouth sticks out way further than the rest of his face. I don't like where he can like lift up his head and literally touch his brain whenever he does that. I'm just like, oh, that was. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this is why we can't pick real horror movies to watch. Like we're already <laughs> we're, we're already like, freaked oh, out man, by this, this Disney movie is too much. <laughs> but yeah, that that guy. Not only is his character design weird, that whole relationship just. It's weird and it's wrong and it's disturbing and I know it's supposed to be, but that is like every time that is what makes me viscerally uncomfortable when I'm sitting on my couch, like makes me tense up. That's what I don't like. Well, I I agree with that. Yeah. 
Well, is there anything you did love about The Nightmare Before Christmas you didn't get a chance to mention or anything? The more I read about the behind the scenes of this movie and stuff, it's just very interesting to me. Did you know that they had like over 400 little Jack Skellington heads? So they would have to swap those out to make them because obviously when you're having them talk and their mouths need to move in all the different ways, it's crazy. I can't imagine how long that must have taken. Oh my God, I had no idea. Like it makes sense, but I had no idea. I think the whole movie took three years to Oh my do, god! Makes sense. Animated movies tend to take longer anyway, and stop motion. Yeah, it's even harder because you have to frame by frame. Yeah, and I think uh, that's also part of the charm of it. This, like you said, the stop motion. Like if it had just been an animated movie, like Snow White or something, I feel like it wouldn't be as charming as it is. I I think that makes sense. Yeah, it's just something about that style. It's very classic Tim Burton, but. I had no idea. You're going to have to send me links to all of your fun Nightmare Before Christmas facts. Yeah, I, I don't these. remember where I've even seen all these. So Two. the next movie that yes. we have on this is Ghostbusters. Yes. Another classic. I think I've seen this movie once, maybe twice. I've seen it a couple times. I watched it in high school. It was a movie that my parents had always meant to show me. And then it just slipped through the cracks. And one night I was like, oh, I've never seen Ghostbusters. And they were like, sit down. You're about to get educated. <laughs> but what, what, given that you've seen it once or twice, is there anything you remember liking, not liking, stuff you wouldn't have done uh-huh. or done differently? You know, I sound like a broken record, but this movie, <laughs> I don't love it. I think, again, it must be because I didn't like really grow up watching it a lot or anything. So I don't have that sort of, I don't know, really. Yeah. Like, great view of this movie. Like, I, I enjoy it, I guess, but it's not, like, one that I, like, need to go back and watch every Halloween. Every Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was... I thought it was good. I remember thinking, like, this is a little hokey, which makes sense. And, I mean, it's Bill Murray. Who doesn't love Bill Murray? But I just... I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, this is kind of hokey. Like, the visual effects, obviously... Some of them aren't that great, but it the story was good. I feel like the acting was good. It was just kind of a, a fun, it was just a fun comedy movie that when you when you walk out of going like, okay, that wasn't earth shattering, but it was good. Like it was a good movie. Like that's what I thought. Yeah. Maybe I should rewatch this one. It's it's I think it's been a while since I've actually seen this one. I didn't get a chance to watch it when we were doing the whole I was gonna say uh, you didn't watch it last week. I, I didn't get a chance to. <laughs> so oh my I, I need I need to go rewatch. I remember a lot of this movie. I just I haven't seen it in a while, so I need to yeah. I need to give it another chance. Yeah. I uh, Do we want to talk about the remakes at all? I've only ever seen this Ghostbusters, and I've seen the 2016 remake. And I, because I didn't have that strong of feelings towards the original, I don't have very strong feelings towards the remake either. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was just like, it, it was. Like I, I, yeah. I I almost feel that it's better to consider, like, instead of an original and a remake, just kind of think of the newer Ghostbusters movie as a different story told in the same kind of universe instead yeah. of a... Just because the original is so fun and it's a classic and so many people love it and then they tried to redo it and it... We had someone say this in our in our Discord. Like they didn't quite capture the same feelings that you get watching the first one. Some people had mentioned that it the first one focused a little bit more on the horror aspect 
and yeah. the sequels and remakes since then have not. It's been more like action comedy without any yeah. of that horror element, which might yeah. have contributed to the slightly different feel. Yeah. Plus idiotic Chris Hemsworth with glasses. <laughs> oh man, I forgot like, about that. I did not. I assure you. I just this I mean, it's the trouble with all remakes. It's just not as good as the original. And so while the second the not the second, the the one that came out in 2016, while it isn't a bad movie, it just what I feel like it wasn't well received because they tried to emulate a movie that they can't they can't redo. Like there's one Ghostbusters. You can't do it again and get the same magic and fun as you did with the first one, I feel well, like. They're certainly going to try. <laughs> well, of course they're going to try. As long as it makes money, they're going to try. But <laughs> And then there's the new one coming out, I think, next month. With yeah. Rudd, which does look interesting. I am looking forward to seeing that at some point. Yeah, and the kid from Stranger Things. I'm what's sure he his loves name? being known as the kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Oh, Finn uh, Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. his name. But I just, I guess it looks good. I haven't watched any of the trailers just because I know I'm not going to go see it. So I'm like, eh. I, I just, don't think I I'll necessarily see it in theaters, but I'm sure at some point I will, I will see it. And it looks, it looks interesting. So. Mm. Yeah. I, I hope it's good. I wonder why. My expectations are, are not hi because i just <laughs> they should have consulted you about this because they're releasing it in mid-november and it's a hall ho- it's a halloween movie that, i feel like you know i think it was supposed to come out in october and it, it got was delayed supposed to come didn't it? Out, it was supposed to come out in july what? that's even worse yeah it says it that's was bizarre. scheduled to be released in the u.s on November 19th, 2021, after being delayed from an original July 2020 date. Isn't this also Sony? Yes. I feel like they should have swapped Venom and Ghostbusters. Because Venom I, doesn't really need to be in October. That could have been in November. Yeah, And they could have put Ghostbusters in October. True, but maybe they were trying not to put Venom and Spider-Man too close together. Maybe that yeah, was there. So this is now the box office consulting show. Yeah, exactly. Forget <laughs> movie reviews. This is now us just complaining about why Hollywood releases movies in the order that they do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they should have consulted you, Hayden. Missed opportunity. Okay, so the last movie that, well, as of recording, we're still watching this as a community, is Beetlejuice, a.k.a. If LSD Was a Movie. <laughs> So, so Hayden, you've never seen this? No. You Okay. I would recommend this movie. I don't, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, you have to watch this movie. If you don't watch this movie, you're going to die an unhappy person. That's going to happen regardless. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I can't swear, but you know what I would say. <laughs> anyway, how do you transition from that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would see in a movie. <laughs> anyway, okay, so this is actually another Tim Burton movie. It was directed by Tim Burton. And oh. and it's got like an all-star cast. It's Alec Baldwin, um, Catherine O'Hara, Winona Ryder, Michael Keaton, and it's really good. I it's again hokey and it's definitely weird. Definitely weird, but I enjoy it. So do you know anything about this movie? So I know it's called Beetlejuice. <laughs> Excellent start. <laughs> I, I know it's a Tim Burton movie. Uh-huh. And that's it. 
Oh, oh, and I know that Jack Skellington shows up in this movie. Oh, he does. Yes. Apparently, this movie predates Nightmare Before Christmas, but uh, Tim Burton either just really likes that style of skeleton or it's, I mean, it looks almost exactly like Jackson. I think that that before Nightmare Before Christmas came out, there was already a poem or something and early in production, but he shows up in this movie for in the background at some point. Because I've never seen the movie, I can't tell you when, but. Okay, well, I had no idea. That is fun fact. Given you've never seen the movie, that's kind of hilarious that you know that. (laughs) Well, he also shows up in a ton of other uh, movies. I think he shows up in Coraline and James and the Giant Peach, which is another movie by the director of Nightmare for Christmas. Oh, okay. Oh, Alice in Wonderland, the live-action Alice in Wonderland movies. If you look at um, the Mad Hatter, if you look at his tie, there's a, you can see a little Jack Skellington head on his tie. Oh my God. Okay. Now I have a reason to go watch the live action Alice in Wonderland movies, which is also very weird. Yeah. I was going to say, which is probably expect. also LSD if it was a movie. Like, yeah. I, yeah. yeah that, okay. Anyway, back not to okay. derail us from Beetlejuice, but oh, this is now the Jack Skellington Easter egg show. Uh, <laughs> no, but so basically the plot and. And I have it up here so that I don't forget anything because I haven't been able to watch this movie yet this week. And the last time I saw this, I actually saw it on Broadway as the stage musical. So I've seen the musical more recently than I've seen the the movie. But so basically, Beetlejuice is this movie where this couple named the Maitlands, they die at the beginning. And they find out that they have to rid their house of the new inhabitants who are obviously living people and they're warned not to work with this guy named beetlejuice who calls himself a bio exorcist and like a pro at getting living people out of your house they're warned not to work with him because he's a freaking psycho like crazy person um so they don't want to work with him so they're trying to get the people out of the house and all they succeed is do in doing is convincing the living people in the house oh my god our house is haunted this is awesome we should make this into a tourist thing and charge people to see this because we have real ghosts and the family's daughter lydia can see the ghosts and she befriends the maitlands and and they kind of have a relationship and so she really doesn't want to see that happen because they're her friends she doesn't want her friends to be exploited so she enlists the the help of beetlejuice instead of the maitlands and beetlejuice is like yeah i'll help you but you have to marry me um, not family friendly. Beetlejuice is a very, very old demon, and Lydia is like a teenager. So make of that what you will. Um, so Beetlejuice does try to scare them away. The Maitlands get involved and they're like, no, and they all come to an agreement where they're able to live in the house together. Beetlejuice tries to marry Lydia, but they stop him. And send him to like the afterlife waiting room, which is like the waiting room of the DMV. And he never like it, it, it kind of leaves off there with him waiting, which is a bad explanation. But it, it's it's weird. It's just a weird, weird movie. And the plot is kind of all over the place. And they tried to make this thing into a Broadway musical, which I did see. And it was very good. And that's why I struggle to explain the movie, because the musical is so different. And I get the plot points mixed up. And I start to say something, and then I'm like, oh, wait, that wasn't in the movie. That was in the musical. <laughs> I don't even need to see the movie anymore. 
<laughs> right? I'm just disappointed because it doesn't seem like there were any Beatles or Juice. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, that's what you get for judging movies by their titles. <laughs> that's what you get. Maybe if I have nothing else to do yeah. later this week, I will I will watch this. It, it, it is. It's just, I would say, oh, this is a really good movie, but it's mostly just weird. It, it's like... It's very Tim Burton. There's giant like sandworms and like when they possess the family to try and convince them to leave, they're all singing that song like daylight come and me won't go like that song. Like they all start singing that to like try and get them to leave the house. And it's very weird. And I have no idea what you're talking about. You better sing the whole song just so that I can have <laughs> I'm better not idea. singing the whole song, but <laughs> but it's it's very it's just weird. We probably should have waited for more people in our community to talk about this movie before recording it. But honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if nobody watches it because this movie is just. (laughs) But I will say they did a very, very good job with the musical. The musical was absolutely hilarious. Um, I saw it. uh, God, like months before Broadway shut down. It was like two months or three months before Broadway shut down. I saw it and we had tickets to go to closing night before COVID grew in that. But it was it was so good. Like it was really funny. They did a really good job of making Beetlejuice like not the creepy kind of pedophile that he is in the movie until kind of the end because you can't really get rid of that wedding thing. But they did a good job of making him like still a total jerk and a demon but also really likable and you like kind of want to see him succeed but then you don't because you know he's not the good person in the story but it was very good so this segment was really just me monologuing about Beetlejuice I feel like we've spent 10 minutes talking about this movie and yet I still know nothing about it well that's how you feel after watching it you watch it and you're like what was that (laughs) I would love to know what other people think about this movie because again like all the movies that we picked like we weren't around for when they first came out. So like somebody who watched this movie as a kid probably feels way different about it than I do having seen it for the first time like two years ago. Now that you mention it, I don't think I was born for any of these movies. I know I wasn't for Beetlejuice and and Ghostbusters, but I don't know when Nightmare Before Christmas came out. I think it was the 90s. 93. Yeah, I wasn't alive when any of these movies came out. Great. I just put my age out there on the internet. Well, it's fine. <laughs> well, not really. It's fine. I was born between 94 and yesterday. Figure it out. <laughs> oh, boy. But anyway, so this was a train wreck. All aboard the TBDB train wreck express. Well, what else is new? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. If you have any thoughts on any of these movies, please let us know in the Discord. Yes, uh, please do. Which, um, again, you can go to community.betweenthelayers.com or I will also include a Discord link in the description. And if you've made it this far, you deserve a <laughs> medal or something. You. Well done. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and we can't wait to bring you another episode of Between the Layers. You can keep an eye out wherever you get your podcasts or join the Discord and I'm sure we'll be making announcements when new episodes come out.